you commit to these acts, you will be rewarded. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room, and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Firefox News Online. I would need, I, I'm doing the talking points live tonight. I will be on the camera just as soon as I remember to put a shirt on. <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to see my bare back. Oops, sorry. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I was.
was checking the audio of my broadcast and forgot to turn the audio off on my cell phone. Well, you know what? I'm going to do something I normally don't do. I'm actually going to grab my handheld microphone. Well, I do do that, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Let me grab my handheld microphone, turn it on, and proceed to do talking points the old-fashioned way. And for those of you watching on the, on, on the video platforms, well, you get the general idea. I'll be on just as soon as I get a shirt on my back. And check my audio. And as soon as it connects, that's good enough. Okay. So, anyway, here we go, folks. Off to the races. Weezy. Weezy, ever mindful, doing the impossible for the incredibly faithful and those who really don't give a damn or two shits about it. Are ever present in our minds that today is the yesterday, today is the tomorrow I worried about yesterday only to find out didn't have anything to worry about at all. Okay, now that I've got that out of my out of my system, the little bit of humor. Yes. We do have to have a sense of humor, folks, in this business. Otherwise we will go completely bonkers. Speaking of bonkers, the mainstream media is part of what I want to talk about tonight. Um, in my talking points. Now, <coughs> oh, that's some, that, I didn't need that. Now, just switch microphones here. <clears throat> so, basically, what it comes down to is the mainstream media has kind of ignored. No, they haven't kind of ignored. They have ignored the voter fraud issue in our country. America, we are faced with an unbelievable task. We are faced with with the task of telling our media, you know, the, the lunkheads that work for MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News, where they can all go shit in their hats. Now, there's only a couple of people at Fox News I have any use for. One is Tucker Carlson, and the other is Janice Dean. She's known as Janice Dean the Weather Machine. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. When you have... Uh, here I am on camera, right on cue. When you have an incredibly ridiculous, and I do mean ridiculous, bunch of assholes, fuck-ups, screw-ups, and all together mindless zombies uh, working for the mainstream media, you're kind of seeing it 
more or less, for what it is. They don't care about how we the people think or feel. They don't give two shits about how we how we uh, feel about our, our our politics. The reason I say that is because you see, the mainstream media wants us to vote for who they tell us to vote for, because they say this candidate sucks. We should vote for this one, because they say that candidate sucks. We should vote for this one. And what it comes down to, and what I've learned in the last 39 years of voting, is there is no such thing as don't do as I do, do as I say, except, in, except when Democrats say it. All right? Now, why do Democrats say, don't do as I do, do as I tell you? Because they know all too well that in order to, in order to convince us that they're right and we're wrong, they have to lie about the candidate. They have to cheat and steal elections from that candidate subtly, carefully. The mainstream media works hand in hand with their because of their bias and because of their hatred for a candidate. They feel obligated, albeit through what they're told, you will, you will do as you are told and you will listen to us. We are the only ones who you shall listen to. Their Hitler draconian bullshit rings loud and clear. And yet they accuse another person of being Hitleresque in his demeanor. Hitleresque in his actions, words, and deeds. Now, I've been talking about the Democrats and Donald Trump, in case you hadn't noticed. But it is, to say the least, troubling. When you have a very serious situation on your hands. The media, in order to hide the truth from us, they choose not to talk about it. And when they do, they talk about it in the form of a lie. They tell us that it's a conspiracy theory. Really? But it's strange because some years ago, there was, in fact, chatter from the left 
about their concerns for mail-in voting. Mainstream media buried that. Very few outlets would even touch it with a 10-foot pole. And guess what, folks? They didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because it was a non-story to them, a non-issue, because they didn't believe it was really something that would happen. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? That's that phrase that comes to mind rings in my head very loudly, very strongly. I've said it on this broadcast a few times, and it bears repeating. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. The Democrats know how to spin a yarn better than anybody, but they use the mainstream media as their tool of propaganda in order to spin it even further. Because if we're watching the news, it must be true, isn't it? That's why broadcasts like mine exist. Alternative media was born out of frustration. My broadcast was born out of uh, the fact that I couldn't really sleep half the time at night, and I was caring for a parent with Alzheimer's. But it later grew into something that needed to be done. To start dissecting the mainstream media's stories and giving everyone a chance to talk about what they see and hear from them. One of the harsh realities is that when you do a broadcast like mine, the detractors and the haters come out in droves. What I find ironic is the mainstream media does not recognize alternative media journalists as journalists. But yet we are the ones who actually do the job better with less resources than they do with all their massive resources at their disposal. They don't understand the reality, the complexity of the fact that on a shoestring budget or on no budget at all, an alternative media journalist can find out things. We can find information dismissing the conspiracy theories and going right to the hard facts. Now, some folks have said to me over the years, well, maybe you should get some information from Alex Jones. Hell no. I don't even want him mentioned on my broadcast because he's a crackpot. Some folks think that what he's, some of the things he said are true, have come true. Well, that's fine if you believe that. That's up to you. You're welcome to believe that all you like. I do not. Other conspiracy theorists often got mentioned on this broadcast more than once, and his name inclu- and him included. I don't want conspiracy theory. I want facts. I want real facts, hard evidence. eyewitness accounts, and so forth. 
That's what a, a good journalist does. They look for the hard facts. They look for the reality. They look for the truth. There have been times I've found things that I, couldn't, I could not believe. There are things I've found over the years that I did not want to accept because I didn't believe it was even remotely possible. But yet, it turned out to be so. There are some things that have been pointed out to me by some folks, as, and I would find out later, it was complete and utter bullshit. But you see, I've done that with the mainstream media. CNN, MSNBC, and now it would seem Fox News as well, are complete left turns. George Carlin used to have a part in his uh, act where he would say, going around the world to the left. Well, if you go around the world to the left long enough, do you know what you end up with? You end up meeting yourself at some point down the road. But if you go to the left in politics, you're joining a faction that has no idea what it's doing to this country because it doesn't care. They have a reason for doing what they do, and yet no one seems to understand it because they always change it. One second it's this way, another second it's that way, then this way, then that way, then this way, then that way, then this way, then that way. Then that way. And you're sitting there going, trying to figure out what, you know, what the fuck are they talking about? The true conspiracy theorists in mainstream media are CNN, MSNBC, and it would seem at times Fox News as well, because they ignore the reality. They, know, they ignore the truth, so they spin a web of bullshit every chance they get. They tell us a line of bullshit whenever they feel the need. And so we're fed a daily dose every day of bullshit so much that our plates are full. Now, I'm going to finish my talking points with this, and I want you to think about what I'm about to say. You may find it, you may even think it, I'm being, a, I'm telling a joke. You may think I'm kidding. This is going to be disgusting, so I'm going to warn everyone out there, if, you're, if, you, if, if you really hate disgusting chatter, Turn the volume on your, on your computers down now. And I will go like this to let you know I'm done. I, <clears throat> if you're, if you're, especially if you're watching on the uh, video platforms. If you're not watching on video platforms and you're listening to me on Blog Talk Radio and Mixler, um, give me approximately 30 seconds. It may take less than that, but you might you know, just turn your volume up and if I'm, if, I'm, if, if I'm saying full of and crap are coming out of my mouth, just turn it down for a second and then turn it up again. And if you hear me go, okay, you can turn it up now, then you know I'm done. Now, uh, for those of you on the Internet radio, if you don't like one, you can keep the volume up. But if you don't like what I, what I said, my apologies. If you think it's too gross, too nasty too disgusting, I'm sorry, 
but it's the truth, and I'm not, and and, and I can't say it any any better than that. So here goes. Bracing myself for the backlash of emails that I may receive, saying, "Ew, that's disgusting." So here goes nothing. Sorry. When I do vocal imp- voices or vocal impressions, sometimes I, I I keep forgetting that the voices I choose for for certain m- moments, uh, I got to be careful because I remember some comical moments using them and made people laugh to the point where one guy actually spit his coffee. Now this is this is a true story. I did something on this show one time, made a, did a voice or something, and he actually spit his coffee at his monitor, and his monitor burned up on him. So he wrote to me by email. He said, you know, I'm glad I had two extra monitors in the house. You made me laugh so hard, I went, <clears throat> and my monitor with a full mouthful of coffee, and it just went, <clears throat> And he actually described. I, you know, I often wondered how do you how do you draw how do you write, you know, the Bronx cheer. So in parentheses he put Bronx cheer, Bronx cheer. Every time he went, it was Bronx cheer. Okay. So anyway, here's here's the deal. And I'm going to finish. This is this is how I'm going to end my talking points tonight, folks. Like I said, I'm doing this live. Normally I record this stuff. I normally record talking points, but tonight I did not do that. So here goes. To finish up my talking points, this is this is what I, I this is what happened with me today. Now, as many of you remember, I two days ago I went to the hospital. I do have to have my gallbladder out. It is unfortunate, but unfortunately, I have no other choice. But now the gallbladder surgery is so much simpler, so much easier, and and I've been talking to people on. Yes, I do have friends and family still on Facebook, so I have to use Facebook to talk to them. I really wish they'd go to Parlor and, and, and or MeWe, or both, actually. This way I can catch up with, with them one place or another. But here's the deal. Some folks say, George, you're full of shit. And I looked at them, and today I got told to my face, by somebody I know in 12-step recovery, George, you're full of shit. Well, today I can safely report without fear of contradiction, I am not full of shit. I took one hell of a dump this afternoon when I got home from shopping, and I do mean I let loose. It, I, they, 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 they say that if you, if you, if you have to take a, a shit that hard, you were you were full of shit, but you ain't no more. I just went, and I sat there and I went, oh, what a relief it is. Ah. Trust me, folks. If you take a healthy dump and someone says to you afterwards, hey, you was as full of shit, tell them to their face. No, I'm not. I just left the bathroom, and I would not advise going in there. Jeez, God. Close the door. Grab some Lysol, something, anything, but... Oh, man. 
You don't want to go in that room after I left. Okay. That's my gross, disgusting, nasty, completely obnoxious, rude uh, way to finish this talking points. (laughs) Because, by the way, a politician is full of shit 24-7. Why do you think their faces are red in some cases? Because they're straining to hold on long enough to get to the bathroom. Why do you think people in the media look constipated all the time? Because they're always full of shit. And they're spewing the bullshit at us. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on MeWe, Parlor, and all other social media platforms. And... That having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. And, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio, starting next week, because of issues with Blog Talk Radio, with with the, not with Blog Talk Radio, but with the uh, audio quality for some stupid fucking reason, uh, the intros and everything are, are, are not being heard properly. <clears throat> so I will be doing every, all the intros and outros and stuff from the main broadcast computer. I will upload a, a, a corrected copy of this broadcast to Blog Talk Radio every day. It's a bit of a tussle. It's a pain in the ass. But you want to know something? It's better than not having it there at all. Okay just so everyone's aware. Because I like quali- I like the quality of the show not to go down. I want it to go up, 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 up. Up. Okay. Oh, and by the way, in case you're wondering, why is he wearing an army hat? Because I was in the New York Guard. This is, this is actually the, co- the, the last cover I wore when I was in the service. You can't, I don't know if you can see it or not, but right here, my sergeant stripes are still on it. Here, I'll move it up. There you go, folks. The rank of an E5 sergeant. Another reason why is my hair was a mess, and I didn't really want you to see messy hair. So there. All right, all right, I know. I'm being a wise guy. Joining me in the Mixler side of life, you know what? I'm going to do something that I think is is only fair. I'm going to unblock Mr. Mike from Louisiana in the Mixler room. I'm going to now have to refresh to see if it actually worked. And there he is. Ta-da! Dun-ta-da-da-da-da-dun! Yes! He is there. The only reason he is there is because I opened the door and let him in. Speaking of letting people in, if you want to call in to talk about some of the stuff we got on tap tonight... There's a way to do that. 347 945 
four seven. Yeah. So I've got Mike from Louisiana, gunslinger from the Lone Star State. Iggy Mom is here. Hiya, Iggy. How you doing, dear? Nice to see you. And stuff like that here. Now, let me sneak over here. Uh, okay. Okay, that, that, that. And after about two minutes and 43 seconds of waiting, the crazy Cajun is on the line with me. Who's the crazy Cajun folks? I, oh, that's Mike down in Louisiana. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about people be, being full of bullshit, but the problem is is most of the media and the people in Washington, particularly on the Democratic side, are not full of bullshit. They're full of bullshit. Oh, too true, my my good man. Too true. I often forget that these days, you know, since after the Senate trial went bust for the Democrats. <laughs> yes, they're full of bullshit. And, hey, this is the that, same no, guy that decides to release this is the same guy that decided to relieve himself on air, didn't he? Oh yes, when when Chris Matthews was still with MSNBC. Yes, folks. It was Adam Schiff. <laughs> While on MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews at the time. Pull the George Sinzer on air. He's sitting there talking away, and all of a sudden, and it did, he didn't even stop talking. He just kept on going. But what can I say? When they're full of shit, that's shit for all you people that don't know what we're talking about. And of course, he was full of lots of gas. You know, I, 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 I was talking. That gas warfare is outlawed by the, Geneva, by the Geneva Convention. When I was in the New York Guard, I got told that by New York Army National Guard soldiers on more than one occasion. I had this one NCO counterpart look me straight in. All I did was look. And he goes, geez, Sot, come on, man. That gas warfare was outlawed by the Geneva Convention. Don't you know that by now? Good God. Well, Adam Schiff didn't learn that lesson, obviously. You know that, Mike? I don't think he ever did. But you don't hear from him much anymore. I wonder why. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Hmm. I mean, is it just my imagination, or did he forget that he has a big mouth, and he's a liberal, and liberals with big mouths usually have to say something, even if it's a lie? Well, I mean, look, oh, they, liberals, spew, liberals spew uh, from both ends, you know, 
They spew from both, oh, both ends. Mm-hmm. It goes up and it goes down. <laughs> and Adam Schiff uh, sometimes it doesn't stay down. Time. Sometimes it doesn't stay down, though, George. Uh, what was that? I said sometimes it doesn't stay down. True. That's why I said it goes up and down all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Now, before I forget, I have I have I've got Gene and I've got Turkey Rose watching by way of Periscope.tv. Hello, folks. Glad you're listening and tuning in as well. I didn't want to forget about you, and I didn't forget about you. I just plain goofed and forgot about you. And 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 that's not fair. You, you're there, and 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 you're there faithfully. And you, and you know what? Mm, 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 mm. I should not have forgotten you. Bad inter- alternative journalist. Bad, bad. Forgetting the nice people on Periscope. Yes, I. I'm a bad, bad alternative journalist. I forgot the nice people that were there on Periscope too. I boo-booed. Yeah, I know. I'm being a goofball. But I'm entitled to do that once in a while. Besides, if I can if I can put a smile on a person's face and get them laughing, like Cherokee Rose, for example, she just put three laughing emojis in in the on Periscope, and I'm like, "Yay me! Look what I did! I made her laugh." Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wibbles. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm wearing my camouflage chapeau. Now. I got something I'm gonna put up, put 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 out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'm going. I'm going to put a little Tucker Carlson out there. He said something about today's uh, press conference with Rudy Giuliani and crew. And I'll tell you something. Like I said earlier, there are only two people from Fox News I have any use for. One is Janice Dean. She's a meteorologist. She is really a, she's a real sweet lady. She her her and her husband are suffering right are suffering through a lot right now because of what Governor Dumbshit here in New York did back in March when he mandated people be moved from an, a hosp, from the hospital with posi, uh, all positive cases I might add of COVID nineteen to the nursing homes where 6,000 seniors died. And in the process, in the middle of this pandemic, that fuckhead wrote a book bragging about his leadership of New York during a pandemic. My heart goes out to uh, to Janice Dean and, and her husband. Uh, you know those you know those folks lost. Uh, her husband lost his parents to uh, COVID, and it was actually COVID that killed these six thousand people. 
And it's Andrew Cuomo, the, the royal governor of New York, who decided he was going to be the asshole that's, that mandated these patients go from hospitals to nursing homes. Knowing full well that people in nursing homes are usually in frail health to begin with and should not be exposed deliberately to something that could potentially kill them. But apparently he didn't give a damn about that. He also didn't give two shits about the vaccine. New York State, he said that he will not, he will not, accept, he will not accept the vaccine in New York State that the Trump administration rushed to production. And then he flipped the script and said that he will sue the Trump administration if they withhold the vaccine from New York. See what I mean about flipping the script, you know, the liberal lie machine and the mainstream media? The media didn't even say much about these items that I just brought up, except when Donald Trump said he would withhold the vaccine from New York. He did say that. I think that was a mistake, personally. I I really do. But it was Cuomo who threatened to sue the administration for withholding the vaccine when, about a month earlier, it was Cuomo who said he will not allow a vaccine in New York that the Trump administration rushed to production. Mainstream media didn't talk about that, really, if at all. See what I mean about the, the, the vileness of this situation? All right. Yep. And you may hear a doubling. When I open the chat room on the browser... Don't worry, I will fix that. Uh, Okay, whatever, Firefox, Mozilla, whatever, whatever. God, I hate when that happens. Oh, sure, now that... uh, Guess I'm going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Good thing I am. I have it on my screen still. So we'll put that there. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm working on it. I promise. Unlike the mainstream media, they won't tell you when they have an issue. And they are working on it. Do you mean? I am not having an issue per se, but I am working on getting this to play. So let's see. Uh, first of all, uh, I need to do this. And of course, that it didn't click over, so now I got I got to do it this way, then this way. And then I got to do this, do that. Wait for it. Wait for the second one to open. There we go. Oh, I got it just in the nippy, nippy, nippy time there. All right, so I'm going to put this uh, audio clip in motion. 
This is Tucker Carlson, all right, talking about the um, press conference that was held today. So here goes. Rudy Giuliani and a number of the president's other lawyers held a press conference today on the topic of voter fraud. If you didn't actually see it, you probably heard about it by now. Giuliani, along with the former federal prosecutor called Sidney Powell and a number of others, alleged that the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump. To demonstrate that, they exhibited some of what they found after two weeks of investigating. The presentation went on for 90 minutes with many different threads, which we'll tell you about in a moment. How you viewed it depended largely on who you voted for. Trump voters seemed hopeful that it might change the election results. The left and virtually every single person in all of the news media immediately dismissed it as an embarrassing clown show as well as a threat to the republic. The very same people who swore that Vladimir Putin's agents controlled the U.S. government called it a conspiracy theory. Of course they did. We'll have more on that in a minute. But first and more important, there is another way to look at what we saw this afternoon. And you don't have to be a partisan or even interested in the election to understand it. A lot of Americans believe this election was rigged. They're not saying that because they're crazy. They're not just saying it because they're mad. They mean it. And that's a potentially fatal problem for this country. Elections aren't merely, quote, central to democracy. Elections are democracy. Voting is the way the public expresses its will. It's all people have. If elections don't work, our entire system doesn't work. Everything in this country depends on fair elections. And it's obvious even now that we don't have them. When access to basic information is restricted and weaponized by a partisan billionaire class, and it is, you can't have a fair election. By definition, it is not possible. Google and Facebook are far greater threats to our system than Russia has ever been, and we need to fix that immediately. In the meantime, though, the voting itself, which was the topic of today's press conference, let's assess what the president's lawyers said about it today. Their allegations matter regardless of what the eventual outcome is. Rudy Giuliani began by saying the Democrats stole the election, and they did it with a coordinated fraud in a number of states. Giuliani did not conclusively prove that, as every newsreader on television promptly informed you. But he did raise legitimate questions, and in some cases, he pointed to what appeared to be real wrongdoing. At one point, Giuliani held up an affidavit from a worker from the city of Detroit called Jesse Jacob. The affidavit alleges fraud in Detroit's polling places. Here's part of Giuliani's explanation. She was assigned to uh, voting duties in September, and she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all workers to engage in that fraudulent practice. That's not me saying that. That's this American citizen saying that under oath. The city of Detroit has denied that specific allegation, surprisingly or not. But what Rudy Giuliani said is correct. This is the sworn statement of an American citizen, apparently an eyewitness to it, made under oath under the penalty of perjury. So you cannot dismiss it out of hand. Jacob goes on to say that her supervisor told her not to check the photo IDs of voters when they arrived. She says she saw city employees coaching voters on who to vote for, as well as voters voting more than once. Is any of that provable? Is it true? 
Well, we should find out, and not because Michigan is a swing state. Voter fraud is a direct attack on our democracy. But the media don't want to know. They're not interested. If you watch the coverage after the press conference today, you saw credentialed reporters, some of whom we know and like, actually, refuse even to acknowledge it. No mention whatsoever of the contents of what they described as, quote, what he says are sworn affidavits. What he says? Well, why don't you check? Giuliani says that this affidavit from Detroit has been made public, but they can't be bothered to check. Instead, they launch into editorials about how dishonest and crazy Rudy Giuliani is, as if their job was to rebut Rudy Giuliani. But that's not their job. Their job is to explain what just happened, preferably with some detail so that viewers at home can make up their minds. They didn't do that. Behavior like this does not help anyone. It diminishes the news media's tiny remaining reserve of credibility. It certainly doesn't inform the public. On some channels, of course, informing the public is last on the list of concerns. Watch one of the most reckless people on television go back to the Putin well and accuse Giuliani, yet again, of being a puppet of Russia. Just a reminder, Rudy Giuliani, now at the helm of Donald Trump's election delegitimization effort, was singled out by U.S. intelligence agencies last year as the target of a likely Russian disinformation effort. And earlier today, he held a wild news conference filled with falsehoods on voter fraud. Russian disinformation. Sometimes you wonder if there's anything the Democrats don't like in America, from acid reflux to termite damage, that they won't blame on Russia. At some point, maybe five years from now, when we all wake up from this stupor, a lot of people are going to be deeply embarrassed by tape like that, so be sure to save it. In fact, there was nothing Russian about a lot of what Giuliani said today. He claimed that voters in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh were allowed to change their ballots after the fact, cure the ballots, as it's known, by the Democratic Secretary of State, and Republican counties were not. That's checkable. He said dozens of Republican voting inspectors in Pennsylvania weren't allowed near mail-in ballots and have signed affidavits saying so. That's another concrete, checkable claim. Giuliani said that mail-in votes are easier to falsify and harder to verify than traditional voting is. That's clearly true. Everyone knows it's true, and it's a major problem. Pretending otherwise is a lie. You see today's White House press briefing? If you didn't, you missed Democratic operatives posing as reporters, stunned by the idea that mail-in voting might not be totally 100% secure. It was amusing to watch. Of course, the risks of mail-in voting are obvious. The latest example of that came today. DOJ announced that the FBI and the Pennsylvania State Police are investigating fraud in mail-in ballots in Luzerne County. That's a place Donald Trump won by double digits four years ago. According to DOJ, several military ballots were, quote, discarded. Investigators have recovered a total of nine ballots so far. Not surprisingly, the DOJ says an overwhelming majority of those ballots were cast for guess who? Donald Trump. Meanwhile, in Greenville, Wisconsin, authorities announced Tuesday that three trays of mail, including mail-in ballots, were discovered in a ditch, not counted in a ditch. We've seen other examples of this throughout the year, including deliberate mail-in ballot fraud in New Jersey and in West Virginia. Just hours ago, in the state of Texas, the state attorney general announced Well, a lot of people in this country have been suffering through this pandemic, but many of our most ambitious politicians have... The turned this off and it started automatically? Good grief.
You know, I, I love when, when shit work does what it wants. And never what I needed to do. All right. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, I am on my handheld microphone at the moment, and I have stepped away from my desk uh, in order to get a cup of coffee because I'm thirsty. You know what happens when people get thirsty, folks. Now, joining us also on the phone line is the gunslinger who's been waiting about 17 minutes, and I'm sorry about that, buddy. Didn't mean to make you wait so long. Ah, just goes to show my day is really, 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 really fucked up. (laughs) Now, y'all heard what Tucker Carlson said, so what I want to know is what your thoughts are on his comments. So, let's start with the crazy Cajun, and then I'll get Gunslinger's thoughts. Hmm, well, I mean, what, what... What did he say that we can argue with? I mean, if you're finding, if they're finding ballots in a ditch, and from what I understand with that situation, the majority of those ballots they found in a ditch, again, were votes for guess who? Donald Trump. Just like the other ballots, you know, that... Oh well, the, we found these ballots, and uh, we not well these these uh, these ballots that are that are coming in from the military and all this stuff. These absentee ballots. Well, guess who they're for? Donald Trump, and they didn't get counted. So, uh, or they got lost somehow, or you know, just. Uh, just uh, didn't get cured correctly. I don't know, but but again, th- again, if we can't find a way to correct the fraud, and granted, th- that's the one thing. The one thing is, is I'll say this, and I don't think anybody else has said it. Yeah, we may want to correct the fraud. Most people may want to correct the fraud, but the persons that don't want to are. Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and the rest of the Democrats. And, of course, the media. Back to you, George. Well, I was referring actually to the first clip. The second clip was kind of an overflow. I don't know why it kicked in automatically, but it did. I was referring to the first clip I played. In regards oh, okay. to the press conference. Okay. So that was a boo-boo on my part. But, yes, uh, the, the second clip actually is also quite relevant. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but, um, you know, let's face the reality. The media wanted to dismiss today's press conference as conspiracy theory. And that second clip actually proves it's not conspiracy theory. It is a fact. It's a fact that, and I've said this on this broadcast, people, they found ballots in dumpsters. They found ballots in in lakes. They found ballots in ditches. 
That clip just that last that second clip verified what I've been saying. It confirmed it through and through. That's why I like Tucker Carlson. He even went against his own network. When um, who's that asshole on at four o'clock on 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 Fox? Uh, Neil Cavuto. There was a press conference or, or something that was going on, and he broke. Away, he cut away from it because it was it was it was statements that he didn't like. He, he didn't want to hear, so he had them break away from it. Tucker Carlson lowered the boom on that one. Anyway, so Mike, I'll get back to you on the first clip. I want to get Gunslinger's thoughts on the first clip. So, and even, and even the second clip, too. But let's work on the first clip first. Gun? <clears throat> I, didn't hear the, <clears throat> I didn't hear the first clip. I was on the phone with AT&T. I had my speakers muted. But the second clip, yeah, Trucker Carlson, I, I agree with everything that he said. I mean, absolutely. I mean, more and more of this shit's coming out all the time. Knew it would. <laughs> well, yeah. Was he expecting anything different? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Now, because everybody got confused, because Mike got confused and talked about the <laughs> second clip first, I'm going to play the first clip again for because Gunslinger didn't hear it. He was he was dealing with an issue with, of course, asshole telegraph telephone and, and telegraph. Well, you know who owns CNN, don't you, Gunslinger? AT&T. So now do you know why you have problems? You guys say more. Go figure. Yep. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going to do something. I'm going to be a nice guy here, and I'll play the first clip, and only the first clip, because... It shouldn't have played that second clip. Why it did that? I still haven't figured that one out. But we'll play this. We'll play this clip again for the benefit of not just Gunslinger and, and of course, some Mike can comment on this one proper, like. But because some of you out there may not have heard it the first time, it's a possibility. And I figure, what the hell? Because I can. Because I can do that. Here goes nothing. Fire in the hole. Rudy Giuliani and a number of the president's other lawyers held a press conference today on the topic of voter fraud. If you didn't actually see it, you've probably heard about it by now. Giuliani, along with the former federal prosecutor called Sidney Powell and a number of others, alleged that the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump. To demonstrate that, they exhibited some of what they found after two weeks of investigating. The presentation went on for 90 minutes with many different threads, which we'll tell you about in a moment. How you viewed it depended largely on who you voted for. Trump voters seemed hopeful that it might change the election results. The left, and virtually every single person in all of the news media, immediately dismissed it as an embarrassing clown show, as well as a threat to the republic. The very same people who swore that Vladimir Putin's agents controlled the U.S. government called it a conspiracy theory. Of course they did, and we'll have more on that in a minute. But first and more important, there is another way to look at what we saw this afternoon. And you don't have to be a partisan or even interested in the election to understand it. A lot of Americans believe this election was rigged. They're not saying that 
because they're crazy. They're not just saying it because they're mad. They mean it. And that's a potentially fatal problem for this country. Elections aren't merely, quote, central to democracy. Elections are democracy. Voting is the way the public expresses its will. It's all people have. If elections don't work, our entire system doesn't work. Everything in this country depends on fair elections. And it's obvious even now that we don't have them. When access to basic information is restricted and weaponized by a partisan billionaire class, and it is, you can't have a fair election. By definition, it is not possible. Google and Facebook are far greater threats to our system than Russia has ever been, and we need to fix that immediately. In the meantime, though, the voting itself, which was the topic of today's press conference, let's assess what the president's lawyers said about it today. Their allegations matter regardless of what the eventual outcome is. Rudy Giuliani began by saying the Democrats stole the election, and they did it with a coordinated fraud in a number of states. Giuliani did not conclusively prove that, as every newsreader on television promptly informed you. But he did raise legitimate questions, and in some cases, he pointed to what appeared to be real wrongdoing. At one point, Giuliani held up an affidavit from a worker from the city of Detroit called Jesse Jacob. The affidavit alleges fraud in Detroit's polling places. Here's part of Giuliani's explanation. She was assigned to uh, voting duties in September, and she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all workers to engage in that fraudulent practice. That's not me saying that. That's this American citizen saying that under oath. The city of Detroit has denied that specific allegation, surprisingly or not. But what Rudy Giuliani said is correct. This is the sworn statement of an American citizen, apparently an eyewitness to it, made under oath under the penalty of perjury. So you cannot dismiss it out of hand. Jacob goes on to say that her supervisor told her not to check the photo IDs of voters when they arrived. She says she saw city employees coaching voters on who to vote for, as well as voters voting more than once. Is any of that provable? Is it true? Well, we should find out, and not because Michigan is a swing state. Voter fraud is a direct attack on our democracy. But the media don't want to know. They're not interested. If you watch the coverage after the press conference today, you saw credentialed reporters, some of whom we know and like, actually, refuse even to acknowledge it. No mention whatsoever of the contents of what they described as, quote, what he says are sworn affidavits. What he says? Well, why don't you check? Giuliani says that this affidavit from Detroit has been made public, but they can't be bothered to check. Instead, they launch into editorials about how dishonest and crazy Rudy Giuliani is, as if their job was to rebut Rudy Giuliani. But that's not their job. Their job is to explain what just happened, preferably with some detail so that viewers at home can make up their mind. They didn't do that. Behavior like this does not help anyone. It diminishes the news media's tiny remaining reserve of credibility. It certainly doesn't inform the public. On some channels, of course, informing the public is last on the list of concerns. Watch one of the most reckless people on television go back to the Putin well and accuse Giuliani, yet again, of being a puppet of Russia. 
Quick reminder, Rudy Giuliani, now at the helm of Donald Trump's election delegitimization effort, was singled out by U.S. intelligence agencies last year as the target of a likely Russian disinformation effort. And earlier today, he held a wild news conference filled with falsehoods on voter fraud. Russian disinformation. Sometimes you wonder if there's anything the Democrats don't like in America, from acid reflux to termite damage, that they won't blame on Russia. At some point, maybe five years from now, when we all wake up from this stupor, a lot of people are going to be deeply embarrassed by tape like that, so be sure to save it. In fact, there was nothing Russian about a lot of what Giuliani said today. He claimed that voters in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh were allowed to change their ballots after the fact, cure the ballots, as it's known, by the Democratic Secretary of State, and Republican counties were not. That's checkable. He said dozens of Republican voting inspectors in Pennsylvania weren't allowed near mail-in ballots and have signed affidavits saying so. That's another concrete, checkable claim. Giuliani said that mail-in votes are easier to falsify and harder to verify than traditional voting is. That's clearly true. Everyone knows it's true, and it's a major problem. Pretending otherwise is a lie. Okay. So, now that we've heard this, now that you guys have heard this, and I, again, I want, I want to point out that I did play this not just for, for the calls on my, on my line right now, but in case anyone missed it the first time and missed something that they wanted to hear, that they, they, you know, they may have missed something that was said or heard it and was like, what? What? Oh, shit, I missed it. Well, now you had a second opportunity to catch it. So, gentlemen, and by the way, I have, I have to say something in regards to acid reflux. Hey, Tucker, if they don't like, if, if, if they're that, if their heart's set, if they're, if they're like evil when it comes to acid reflux, tell them to commission a group of scientists, you know, because obviously, you know, you should pay attention to the science and tell them, hey, we know people that suffer from acid reflux feel bad. So maybe we need to get the scientists out there to, you know, look into this and see if they can find a cure for acid reflux. Because I have acid reflux, pal. Okay? And if the dummy crats are, are, are not paying attention, well, maybe they, need, maybe they should be. Okay, uh, I, enough of the yuck yucks. All right, fellas, talk to me. What do you what, what you heard the clip? What do you think? Well, you know, the Russia, Russia, Russia. This is getting really old. I mean, what are they so perplexed and so fucking fascinated with Russia for? I mean, maybe they're part of it. Maybe they're involved with Russia. You know, the the it's usually the old saying goes that the one that squeals the loudest is usually the guiltiest. And they've been squealing fucking Russia all this time. So maybe the Democrats are in bed with with the Russians. Kind of sounds that way. Because every time this shit turns around, it's always Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay? Now, I mean, old Pootie Putin over there is going like, what the fuck? I mean, what the hell's wrong with you, United States? I mean, damn, are you fucking crazy? I mean, you know, and I'm not, you know, 
taken up for Russia or any Russia or anything like that. They got some hot women over there, no doubt about it. Uh, this this bullshit. I mean, ay ay ay, Russia this, Russia that. I mean, gee whiz, go stick your nose in the goddamn corner. Enough is enough of this shit. You know, and the and the voting and all this stuff. Well, <laughs> is is that is that anything new now? I mean, it's like this shit's coming out every fucking day. Oh, yeah, I was told to do this. Oh, yes, I was told to do that. Oh, yes, I was told to do this, throw this ballot in the, in the trash. Blah, 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 yakety, yakety, yak. Don't come back, okay? These people need to go to jail. It's a clear, very clear that Trump won, okay? With all this evidence, okay, you'd be a fucking fool to say that he didn't win, okay? Of course, these Democrats, you know, they... Uh, they're the one that perpetrated it. They're the one that was the head, you know, thinking, yeah, how, how can we get, how can we fuck Trump this time? Well, we're going to fuck him good this time. We've been trying to get his ass out of here for four years now. Maybe we can do it this time by, you know, committing voter fraud and all this shit. But it doesn't matter who gets caught or who goes to jail as long as we get Trump out. That's what their fucking main goal is. You know that? Because they hate him. And you know why they hate him? I mean, he's a man just like everybody else. My God, he puts his pants on one leg at a time, right? Okay? Because it's fucking with their power system. Okay? When you fuck with their power system, the establishment, okay, that's been established there for <laughs> back when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, okay? You, these, these dinosaur Democrats, and that's exactly what they are, okay? They, you know... They don't like it because now they now they might get caught with all the evil and the criminality that they've been doing. And now it's coming out. Go ahead. Well, it's, you know, whenever the Democrats revert and, and the media revert back to Russia, 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 it reminds me of that Brady Bunch episode where the middle sister is saying, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, now replace that with Russia, Russia, Russia. It's getting old. It's getting old, mainstream media. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm getting sick of hearing it. Seriously. Mike? Well, look, when they do that, they got nothing else, and they know they got nothing else. You know? I mean, it's, it's a big circle jerk. I mean, think about it. Why would you go back to something that you know has failed? But you, they, they, they're going back to it. They're going back to Russia, Russia, Russia. You know? Oh, what, what's next? Are, they, are you going to bring back the damn uh, uh, the pee papers again? I wouldn't doubt it. You know? The, uh, the dossier, the dirty dossier, you know? Are you going to do that again? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, they will. And look, it's cost them. The, all this stuff that they've done has cost them. And it, and it's cost them big. And it's continuing, even even if Trump does not win. They're, 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 their majority is gone or is just about gone. And it and that includes a couple of seats up there in your neck of the woods, George, uh in New York. 
that are going back to going Republican, but but all the stuff that that they've done is costing them, and and the media isn't helping out either because they're 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 just echoing everything that that the Democrats are saying: Russia, 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 dossier, dossier, dossier. Uh, you know, oh, we're nothing to see here. I mean, it's it's that whole it's that whole thing. You know, with with uh, either Leslie Nielsen uh, in the Naked Gun series, a Naked Gun, or or at the end of a at the end of Animal House, where the guy who's supposedly uh, a cop is sitting there saying, uh, "Everybody, move on. Nothing to see here. Calm down. Calm down." You know, that type of stuff. I mean. That's what they're. That's basically what they're trying to do here. Oh, uh, you know when uh, when the evidence is there that all this stuff is happening, it may it may very well be circumstantial evidence, but it's strong circumstantial evidence. I mean, I'm, I think it's strong enough that when a judge when it gets in front of a judge. That judge is going to look at it and say, uh-huh, yep, it happened. This stuff that the Trump team and the Republicans and some of these Republicans are saying it happened, yep, it happened. They messed around with the ballots, yep, it happened. Uh, these machines, this, this Dominion, yep, it, it did it, it did it, it did it, uh, Yep, it happened. It happened. It happened. You know. So yeah, that's that's all their machinations and all that stuff that they've tried to do over the past four, almost four years. Uh, it's going to come back and blow up in their faces. Yeah, like I said, if Trump doesn't win, okay, fine, whatever. They've stolen the election, and I don't want to see that because it's 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 bad, but. If the good comes out of it, that they're that we're forced to, you know, look at these, look at how this stuff is run, and look at the coup, you know, I mean, they 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 damn well know that this has been a coup these last four years. They damn well know it, and it started well back when it came down the escalator, but. The, these vote, this voting machine, this evidence that, I mean, judging from what they put out so far in these press in that press conference, and they've had other other press conferences and well, not other press conferences, but uh, she's been on. Cindy uh, Powell has been on on different on Newsmax and on, on in other places talking about this stuff, and uh, and so has uh, Rudy Giuliani and. So it's Rudy Giuliani. So it's like this guy, these two guys, who, by the way, Sidney Powell just come off of a, a successful thing when he when she got uh, basically got what's his name off uh, General Flynn off, and we know what we know what. Uh, what Giuliani has done in terms of 
not just being America's mayor, but he basically shut down the mob in New York City. You know, so, and this is basically what this is, is this is a, a big mob operation. The Democratic uh, crime family, not just Clintons, not just Bidens, is the entire Democratic Party, you know, and and it's been said by different people. It's been it's been admitted to by Blagojevich. You know, I mean, yeah, it's he he was just talking about Chicago, but I mean, can you say that what he said about Chicago, he couldn't have said that about I don't know Philadelphia, Detroit, you know. Take, take any uh, New York City, take any one of these big liberal, you know, cities, and you couldn't have said the same thing about uh, them that, that Blagojevich said about Chicago? Back to you, George. Yeah, I, I think what, what it boils down to uh, is <clears throat> we're seeing the hypocrisy of the left and the, the full blown denial of the mainstream media in regards to the uh, voter fraud issue and, and, and how quick they're, they're, they're so quick to call it conspiracy theory and quick to call it uh, a lie. And that and that president Trump uh, made false statements and, you know, when, 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 when you hear uh, like Andrew Mitchell Make the make make the statement that he falsely claimed. Well, Andrea Mitchell needs to understand how is it falsely claimed when there are when there are hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of affidavits that are sworn under oath, witnessing all kinds of fraud going on. When people are being told to backdate these ballots. That's 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 election fraud, okay? And these people are risking being sent to jail under 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 the uh, under under perjury if they if they lie under oath, they go to jail, and they know this. So they're going they're coming forward and they're talking about this stuff, but the mainstream media doesn't want you to hear about it. They don't give a flying fuck about anything that's true. They just want to keep perpetrating the fraud, as the kids say. The, now, as kids would say, they want to perpetrate a fraud on the American people to make us believe what they want us what they want us to believe. Okay, and I'm not buying the bullshit. Okay, I'm not buying it. It's it, it, the mainstream media can sit there and lie through their teeth to their heart's content, but it's, but I can I, I I know I'm not the only one who sees the mainstream media as the bullshit propaganda arm of the Democrats. So at the end of the day, when they scream Russia, Russia, Russia all over again, and and notice they always go back to that. They're always going back to that. Why? It makes no. Sense. Lynn Wood 
says President Trump won 400 electoral votes. This is according to One American News Network. A pair of attorneys discussed a legit... The le- <clears throat> Try again, George. A pair of attorneys discussed the legitimacy of the election and argued the left got caught red-handed in stealing the vote. On Wednesday, attorney Lynn Wood and talk show host Mark Levin weighed in on the, going, the ongoing legal challenges. The two pointed out the real results showed President Trump won by a massive margin. This election was a fraud, stated Linwood. Attorney for the Trump campaign. Donald Trump won. I believe a 70% plus landslide election in the nation. He probably won over 400 electoral votes. Meanwhile, Wood noted the president's legal team continues to uncover numerous instances of voter fraud in the battleground states. He mentioned absentee and mail-in voting were marred by partisan corruption. In addition, Dominion voting systems continues to remain the target of much scrutiny from Republicans. According to Wood, Dominion contains software that was manipulated within a network of corporations around the globe. He added that it took 36 days to resolve the electoral dispute during the 2000 election, but we are currently only on the 15th day of legal proceedings. Wood also cited potential foreign influence from China. He mentioned the far left's attempts to get rid of the Constitution by overthrowing the current administration under the guise of an election. They've infiltrated our government at the state, local, and national level. A number of people have been corrupted by Chinese money and even subject to extortion, the attorney claimed. We, the people, are not going to let somebody come in, somebody come in here and take over our government and take away our freedoms. Wood urged Americans to ignore Joe Biden's claims of victory and stated President Trump won this election. When the truth comes out, when, the, when all is said and done, and President Trump is fully vindicated as the, the actual winner of this election, the, watch how fast the Democrats launch another impeachment against him. I guarantee they will do that. They are not done trying to get rid of this man. They are so drunk with power that they want everything and giving the American people nothing. Guys? Oh, yeah, you just said that. They're fucking drunk with power, okay? What about all we fucking said? These people are power freaks. They're power hungry. They, they, this is what they want. This is how they run their establishment. Yay me, fuck you. That's what they, that's what these fuckers think, okay? This is what they do, okay? I mean, you, you've seen the fucking pictures of, of, you know, uh, Sleepy Joe Biden's, his 
million dollar plus estates on a hundred something thousand dollars a year salary. Three of them, not just one, three of them, mansions over over a million each. Now, how does the fucking one dumb fuck on a hundred and something thousand dollars a year salary? Okay, I wish I made over a hundred thousand dollars. That's for damn sure. Be able to afford three luxurious fucking mansions. And these motherfuckers are not cardboard boxes. Go look it up. These fuckers, you'd get lost in these motherfuckers. The maintenance on the goddamn grass would cost you a fucking $40 million a year, okay, for lawn maintenance. So how did uh, Sleepy Joe and probably Camel Toe able to pull this off unless they got underhanded money? Oh, 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 underhanded money? No, say it's not so. Oh, Hunter... Oh, Hunter Biden, not not your not your not your coke buddy there. Come on, come on, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, really, you know, he's right. The gun is right. How do these people? I mean, it's not just those two. You know, you look at you look at uh, you look at Bernie Sanders, and you look at the amount of houses that he has. You look at you look at freaking Al Gore. You look at all these Democrats, and it's like it's like oh oh, and don't don't get me started about you know about Nancy Pelosi and her ten thousand dollar refrigerator and her designer ice cream. You know, they they live how they. They're basically all these Democrats are, are basically Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake, you know, you know that type of crap, and and that's what these people are. And they can't find anything new to tar the guy with. And I, I'll say this again: it's going to be oh oh, they'll, they'll go ahead and try it, but their margins are so small in the House right now. They've lost so many seats, including a possible, uh, a couple possible losses, up, like I said, up in your neck of the woods, George, uh, in terms of the House, you know, of the Congress, and so it's going to be harder for them to, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, they got control, but it's going to be harder for them to run an impeachment hearing. Because they're not going to have enough people to force it down, you know, the Republicans' throats, you know. So, and that's that's that too is going to piss them off, you know, because it was easy for them to run their bullshit last time because the margins were so big in the House. Now, granted, the bullshit was called bullshit and. It was put to bed in the Senate, but that's not going to stop them, you know. And 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 there, there, when he is vindicated, and he will be vindicated, that's when you're going to start to hear, you know, the, what's next? Oh, we're going to try to Russia, 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 P papers, dossier, whatever the hell. And we'll come up with something else, and we'll come up with something else, you know. And 
We'll go after. We'll start to go after their people again, and and try and get them again, and try to get whoever he has as in his in his cabinet again. But that's that's what's going to happen. I guarantee it. That's what's going to happen. Uh. So yeah, it's like okay. When when he does, uh, he he is going to be the president. I I have no doubt in that. And sleepy creepy Uncle Joe, you know, even if that, even if Uncle Joe was to be the president, he wouldn't be the president long. All right, in my mind. But that's that's just in my mind, you know, because they can't, they won't be able to trust him. You know, to to you know, to not say some stupid shit, you know, because we know we know almost on a daily basis stupid shit comes out of his mouth anyway, you know. And as far as camel toe, there's a reason why she why 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 she is where she is and how she got there. I'm not I'm not talking about being Willie Brown's girl more girlfriend. I'm talking about the fact that. She couldn't even win the uh, the primary when she when they were running it, and now she's a vice president. How's that? How's that happen? Back to you, George. Well, I think I think right now the way things are. Um. When you've got the media making it sound official that Biden is the president-elect, when you've got a guy who is as creepy as the day is long creating, because there is no such thing as the office of the president-elect. There is, there is no such thing. This is just something that, that old sleepy, creepy Joe put together because he wants the people to believe he is the president-elect. When you've got the media supporting that lie, not many people are going to pay attention to it. When we say it here on the alternative media, and yet there it is, as plain as plain can get. Now, you said something that, that I, I've often brought up here. Watch how fast, if Joe Biden, and it's a big if, manages to somehow get in the White House, okay? You know how they've been talk, they were talking about the 25th Amendment against President Trump? Well, that's starting to come up again, but it's not President Trump that they're bringing it up for. They're not saying who it's going to be used against, but you can pretty much guess who they're who they're targeting for it because of all his gaffes, because of all his uh, mental deficiencies, like not knowing who his wife is, not knowing where he is, and all that stuff. But I, I suspect also because of his pedophile actions when it comes to children, all this stuff is going to come out. And he's going to be removed 
and Harris and God help us, Pelosi gets moved up. Because the Democrats nominated Pelosi to be the Speaker of the House again, even after they many of them wanted her out as Speaker of the House. Now all of a sudden, those people that in the Democratic Party that wanted her gone voted for her to be, are nominating her for Speaker of the House again? There's an agenda here, folks. There is an agenda. There is clear as glass evidence in front of our faces that what I'm saying could come to pass. It's real simple. See, they can't get rid of Trump any other way. They've tried everything. If they manage to somehow steal this election, and they're successful at the, at the theft of, of the presidency, they're going to have to get rid of Biden in order to get somebody they feel is more competent to move up. And guess who that would be? That would be, that would be Kamala Harris. And if she moves up into the president's position... Who do you think is going to be moved to vice president's position? It's going to be the Speaker of the House because the line of succession, the Speaker of the House, is third in line. Move her up, Harris. Move the other one up, Pelosi. Now you have two Democrats moved up in the line of succession, using the 25th Amendment as the method of, uh, of, to do it with. And they will quietly, behind the scenes, tell Joe Biden to accept what the Democratic Party is doing. And he will have no choice because he has to abide by their will, for lack of a better way of putting it. Now, some folks are going to sit there and go, oh, George, that's conspiracy theory. That's impossible. No. It's not conspiracy theory. It's not conjecture. All right? What it is is simple logic. It's very simple logic. Because how do you go from having Joe Biden become the president and then all of a sudden, because of his mental in <clears throat> excuse me his mental deficiencies go from being the president to being removed as president under the 25th amendment and the other two moving up in order to do that the 25th amendment has to be invoked and they will have medical experts and mental health experts swear that they examined Joe Biden and so forth like that. They're gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen, folks. I can feel it in the pit of my stomach if and only if he manages to go to the White House. But I don't think it's gonna get that far. I truly don't think it's gonna get that far. Trump's gonna win this election. He's the votes are gonna get overturned. 
His election is going to get overturned, and he's going to be reelected once more. Now and that's going to cause the Democrats to flip the fuck out. And that's when Russian collusion 2.0 starts all over again. Mark my words. And George, think about this. Uh, let's just game plan this thing out. Uh, assuming that he wins, okay? You talked about the 25th Amendment. Harris moves up. Uh, Pelosi moves up. Well, then, if that happens, who becomes the Speaker of the House? That would okay. have to, that would have that would, they would have to nominate someone for that. Well, you know who wants it? You know who wants it bad? A O C. She'll never get it. I'll tell you that She'll right now. She'll never get it. But she wants it bad. Well she can want it till the cows come home, but in, in, in all fairness, uh I can safely say House Democrats will look are looking at that desire of hers. You're not the only one that said this. There are, there have been many people who have said that AOC wants the speakership, but they're not going to. She's a she's 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 still a freshman Democrat set, uh, Congresswoman. She is not in the Congress long enough to to even to even consider her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guarantee. If they did nominate her, and if they and if she did become the Speaker of the House, that would put a bug-eyed lunatic in the line <laughs> of succession. Someone who doesn't even know how to operate a fucking dishwasher or, or a garbage disposal or whatever the fuck it was at the time. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but... I don't think she's gonna get there. I'm surprised she, she actually got into the Congress. <laughs> well, you know what it is, I, and this may be a conspiracy theory or whatever, but people have said that they went to central casting, and that's who she got. That's who. That's who she is. You know, that's who this is. I mean, you could you could make an argument that she really doesn't belong in the Congress in, anyway because, what, is she 28, 29 years old, 30, you know? I mean, not, not that it has, but life experience-wise, you know, what, she's a bartender and that's it? Yeah. Now, I want to bring something up here. Newsbusters.org, which is part of MRC, uh, which is MRC Newsbusters, they brought up the following. According to this, NBC gets upset when deputies didn't let teen run them over with a car. What? Do, yeah. 
check this out. Do they want cops dead? It might sound like a hyperbolic question, but when there's a video of a car accelerating towards sheriff's deputies and NBC Nightly News was upset they killed the driver behind the wheel, it becomes a valid question, especially when they're using the incident to push a race-baiting agenda and trying to defund the police. The incident in question occurred last Friday when Brevard County Sheriff's deputies, uh, Brevard County, sorry, uh, followed what they thought was a stolen car, a stolen vehicle. When officers got out of their cars, they issued multiple orders for the driver to stop the vehicle. After reversing, the team placed the car in drive and rocketed at deputies. The deputies then opened fire, killing both the driver and a passenger in the back seat. Of course, NBC had to play the race card. New dash cam video showing a Florida deputy opening fire on a car moving towards them, a deputy killing two black teens. Their families tonight are demanding answers. That's what Lester Holt said on the broadcast. Now, I do believe there is a video of the, in, in question of this, and uh, I'm getting this from Newsbusters. If I can get my mouse to cooperate here, I'll be happy. So let me put this over to the other side. Uh, let me see now. Yeah. Open Sesame. There we go. Now take a listen to this, folks. This is this is from NBC Nightly News. We'll talk about the, we'll comment on this in just a moment. But before I go any further, so to protect this broadcast, as always, uh, let me put in the exercise the normal precaution. The use of media materials is protected by the fair use clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976 which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, which are all one and the same, adheres to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. All right. And uh, I see uh, Cherokee Rose has commented on, 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 on what we were talking about just moments ago. So before I get to the clip in question. Uh, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv, said in, in regards to uh, what was said about, about Harris and, Everett and the election and so forth, uh, what we were talking about just moments ago, and what some of the comments I made on this regard, I agree. God help us. Wow. Harris, Pelosi, dangerous duo. Yeah, especially Pelosi. Now, I joke about her with the martini lunches and all that. But if you saw some of her press conferences, you wouldn't, trust me, you wouldn't doubt what I'm about to say. I believe that when she gets up in the morning, she showers, she brushes her teeth, she goes to the kitchen, she grabs a glass, and instead of pouring orange juice, she fixes a martini. So she'll have five martinis for breakfast. 
she'll go to work. After being at work for a couple of hours, she'll have at least two martinis for a coffee break. Then she'll go back to work. And then she'll go to lunch and have another five to ten martinis. Then she'll go back to work. Then she'll sit there and she'll have, for her coffee break, at least three or four more martinis. Then go back to work. At the end of the day, she'll leave to go home. And when she gets home, fuck the amount of martinis. It's all hell breaks loose in the numbers game of martinis. And then she'll pass out. After assaulting and mugging her husband with her drunken arm flaring in the breeze every direction and the poor guy getting smacked around like like a monster would some would be would be person. Well that's pretty much what I suspect is Nancy Pelosi. But you know, I'd say that jokingly, but who knows, it may be a reality. Cherokee Rose went on to say, AOC, another really dangerous commie. Boy, do I agree with that statement. That's why, I, that's why she's referred to as AOC, or asshole on crack. But she is dangerous. The things she proposes for this country. Yeah. Trust me. I know what you mean. Now, having said, having put out the disclaimer, having taken Cherokee Rose's comments, so I do want to get people to comment on the video platforms that are where I have access to them. And by the way, of all the video, for all of you watching on the video platforms, there are three video platforms where I can see comments from. Of course, that is. Twitch.tv, DLive, and, of course, Periscope, just so you're aware. Now then, time to push the button, George. New dash cam video showing a Florida deputy opening fire on a car moving towards a deputy, killing two black teens. Their families tonight are demanding answers. Let's get more on this from NBC's Sam Brock. In newly released police video, Stop the vehicle. Central Florida deputies shout commands to a teenage driver last Friday who appears to stop the car. And then this. Stop the vehicle. Stop. Stop. Brevard County officials releasing dash cam video and confirming the shots were fired as they pursued what they believed was a possible stolen car. The bullets ultimately taking the lives of Angelo A.J. Crooms, 16, and Sincere Pierce, 18, who was riding in the back seat. What's going through your mind right now? I just feel like my whole life was just taken from me, and I knew I can't get it back. Pierce's mother, Cynthia, says her son was riding in a friend's car, not a stolen car. 
Shocked residents protesting on Wednesday as the sheriff's office says deputies were acting in self-defense, giving repeated verbal commands, seven to be exact, before the teenager accelerates the vehicle towards the deputy, who was then forced to fire his service weapon. Authorities say a third occupant in the car, who was unharmed, confirmed hearing the verbal commands. I don't think that it's impossible to think that they were afraid of the police officer shooting them. We've seen when people do comply, they get shot. When they don't comply, they get shot. Both responding deputies now on paid administrative leave for the length of the investigation. Tonight, heartbreak hanging over a devastated community. Now, let me say this. That NBC News report not only was clearly biased, but it also shows their race-baiting agenda, okay? Now, I'm sorry. You know, yes, what happened is tragic. But if the teen driving the vehicle had obeyed the lawful commands of the deputy sheriff, the deputy sheriff would not have felt that that he was in danger of being run over. Did the sheriff have to shoot the teen? Some say no. He could have shot the tires out. He could have shot through the engine block. He could have done anything else but shoot, these, shoot the person driving the vehicle. But we're not in that, in that deputy sheriff's shoes. Okay? What pisses me off is the person you just heard toward the end of that clip. Okay. And I want to go back to that for just, in just a second here. So give me a moment while I go back to that, that part of the clip. All right, this is, and this is from Natalie Jackson, attorney for uh, Cynthia Green. All right. I don't think that it's impossible to think that they were afraid of the police officer shooting them. We've seen when people do comply, they get shot. When they don't comply, they get shot. Okay. First of all, there are officers that are overzealous and do shoot without justification and just cause. And they get caught. Just so you're aware, ladies and gentlemen, they do get caught. And they do get dealt with to the fullest extent of the law. So what Ms. Jackson just said is, I'm sorry. Completely, it's correct in only one tiny bit, but completely insane in the rest. When you have a speeding vehicle coming at you, you're a law enforcement official. You are out there giving lawful commands. You are telling them at the top of your lungs, Stop the vehicle, stop the vehicle, stop the vehicle. If you're repeating, stop or or I'll shoot, stop or I'll shoot. If they're afraid of being shot, hit the fucking brakes, okay? Hit the fucking brakes. Stop. Put the vehicle in park, put your hands in the air, and and let the officers open the door and and take you out of the vehicle. If you continue to drive your vehicle, 
at a rate of speed that makes the officer feel that his life is in jeopardy of being taken or he's, in, he's at risk of being bodily injured to the point critically, well, guess what? Expect exactly what you're going to see happen. And I don't give a flying fuck if the driver of the vehicle is black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple fucking polka dots. Okay? It's not about race. It's about the officers protecting their lives. It's about doing what they feel they have to do in order to protect themselves. If that's what you're complaining about, Ms. Jackson, you have, then you need to surrender your license to be an attorney. Because as an attorney, you suck. Now, before I go to the guys on the phone lines, Cherokee Rose said in the uh, said on, on Periscope, "Amen, George. If they would have obeyed the command, that seems to be the <coughs> ongoing issue in the cases." Yep, she agrees. And, she, and, and Cherokee Rose, um, just so you're aware, I know I've known many police officers in my over the years in my life. Many of these police officers are, are friends of mine. Okay? They are good officers. They have been in that kind of a situation. And they've been vindicated because their actions were justified. Time and again, police officers who do the job the correct way, who issue loud, lawful commands, are ignored because they either have something to hide or they know they've broken the law and they, they're trying to get away. That's the harsh reality. The harsh reality is because of Black Lives Matter having since been corrupted, defunding the police is the rallying cry. And if Joe Biden managed to some, does manage to somehow get in the White House, and then gets bumped out for Harris and Pelosi, as I fear they might. Watch how fast defunding the police becomes even more of a reality, and our streets become even far less safe than they already are. All right, guys, you heard what was said in that clip. You heard what, what, what you heard what was being put out there. Now I'm going to say something. That mother of the, of the of the one team. Yes, my heart goes out to that person. I'm not going to be. I'm not a heartless bastard. I'm sorry that your son died. I truly am. But your son disobeyed a lawful command from a from a law enforcement official. He hit the accelerator putting that officer in a position where he felt that his life was in jeopardy. Listening to what this attorney says and what other people are saying, fine, you got their side. Now let me speak to you as a man who knows law enforcement officials, who knows that their job is never easy. They don't want to take lives. They truly don't want to have to kill anyone. 
But if, if it's a choice between them or the person aiming, their, aiming the car at them, they're going to take saving their, protecting their lives and saving the lives of other innocent bystanders that may be out there. I'm sorry that your son died. But unfortunately, he disobeyed lawful commands from a law enforcement officer. The consequences <clears throat> happened. Always remember, actions do have consequences. And this is one time when those actions resulted in the consequence of a lost life. All right, guys, go ahead. Well, here you got to look at it like this, okay? And you don't have to be necessarily a law enforcement officer, okay? I carry a gun, okay? I carry a gun since I'm the only one on this call that carries a gun outside of his door, front door, back door, whatever, okay? A pistol, i.e. a pistol, okay? I got it on me right now, okay? You don't have to be necessarily a law enforcement officer, okay? Those officers acted in self-defense, okay, just like I was trained when I got my concealed handgun license, okay? It doesn't matter who you are, just like George said. You could be black, you could be pink, you could be pokey, purple dotted. I don't give a fuck, okay? <laughs> okay, I don't give a fuck. You could be driving a car. You could be riding a, a bicycle. You could be walking on your own two fucking legs. I don't care, okay? You threaten me. And, uh, and approach me in a threatening manner, and this is Texas law, can speak for any other state, okay, but I damn sure can speak for, for Texas, okay, because this is where I got my CHL when I got it, okay, that if you feel threatened in any way from the perpetrator or the perp that is approaching you, now, if he's all nice and friendly and say, hey, gunslinger, what's going on, man? How's the weather? Yeah, baby, you know, hey, look at that hot blonde down there. You know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's one thing. But if this person is snowing and growling and throwing his fist around and jumping up and down and pawing the ground, that's a threat. You don't even have to be armed. You don't even have to be armed. That is a threat, Okay. You don't know what's in his waistband. You don't know if he's going to pull a knife and throw a knife at you, or if you, if you let him get close enough to cut you with a knife or whatever, or a gun. You don't know. Okay? So, under Texas law, under Texas Penal Code, I have the lawful authority to use deadly force. Okay? To stop that person whom I deem a threat by whatever need, means necessary. If it means a gun, well, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Okay? And you're right. If this person, these teenagers, whatever, maybe they panicked. Oh, that's probably a good possibility. But when you're confronted with law enforcement and they tell you to stop, I don't think they're talking about the weather. Unless it's 150 degrees outside. And they, hey, stop the weather. Stop the heat. But in this case, that wasn't the case, okay? Uh, a very stupid move. Maybe because they were teenagers. Maybe they didn't think they was going to shoot. Who knows? Uh, this dude's never going to find out, is he? <laughs> He's dead. 
uh, people make stupid mistakes. Here's a stupid mistake right there. Classic example of a stupid mistake. Okay? You know, just like George says, stop, cut the engine off, put your hands up where they can see you, see your hands, and don't move. Okay? Or it could be your last. <laughs> In this case, it was. Okay? Because I've had the opportunity, unfortunately, to almost shoot people when I was a security officer, a patrol officer, okay? Uh, almost in the same situation, okay? It was a felony um, um, theft at, uh, at a department store that I was at uh, the post on. It's right up here, just in Dallas city limits over here, up here in Dallas. And it was a Mervyn's. It was a big Mervyn's, uh, you know, department store, okay? And these people were black. There was four of them. Three of them went in there, right inside the door, grabbed them, just just bear hugged as many clothes as they could possibly bear hug. It's a felony. It's a felony in progress. I just happened to come on on duty. Okay, I just happened to fucking turn the little corner right there, and I'll never forget it. It was a white Chevrolet Impala. Okay, four door. Okay, and I seen the three other black individuals running from the door, which was only about fifteen, less than fifteen feet. Okay. And I thought, oh, shit. Obviously, they didn't pay for it because it wasn't in, you know, the bags they put them in, you know, when you buy something, lawfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, oh, shit. So, you know, I, you know, I skidded my Jeep around to one side. A buddy of mine was with me. I said, hit the fucking deck. I jumped out, pulled my weapon because I'm peeking around the back of my Jeep. And it's already slid about halfway sideways in the little driveway there. And I looked around. There was there was pedestrians in the parking lot and walking up and down with on the other store the, the lease spaces there, and I could have I could have laid in a line of fire across that windshield I could have killed everybody in that fucking car okay because I got I carry a hand cannon three fifty seven Magnum hand cannon okay with six rounds and shit I had like two or three speed loaders and about other about another twenty five rounds on my belt. Okay, I guarantee you that car would have stopped. <laughs> okay, yeah, ain't no doubt about that. Okay, especially if I popped about six through the through the windshield through the on the driver's side. So did I? No, no. If if there wasn't nobody there, I probably would have. Yeah, I would have probably emptied my weapon into it. Okay, because it's felony. It's a felony in progress. I'm sorry, uh, you shouldn't have done it. If you would have gone home and drank a beer or something, or go to the titty bar or something, you'd still be around. Okay. But in this case, you decided to go and rob Mervyn's, okay? Well, I happened to be the security officer on patrol there, <laughs> okay? I didn't shoot because there was people standing around in the parking lot, and you know, ricochet or whatever, you know. And they almost tried to run over me, you know. I had to jump out of the way, you know, got the license number. I don't know if they ever called them or not, but whatever. Uh, that was out of my department at that point. But, yeah. I know exactly the fear and the, and the, 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 the adrenaline that these officers seen when this kid started going toward him in looks what appeared to be an aggressive manner. Okay? The first thought in your fucking mind is, oh my God, he's going to kill me. That's the first thing that went into my mind. Oh my God, these motherfuckers are going to run me over. Self-defense automatically kicks in. Okay? It's either shoot or be shot. You know, it's either shoot or, or, or be killed. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going home. <laughs> I ain't going to the morgue. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-mm. So you see my point there? So it's always a split-second decision. But based upon what they've done, what they did, just like what these three idiots and the driver of this vehicle did, you know, 
committed a felony in progress robbery. <laughs> I don't care if it was clothes, gold, or or vibrators. It doesn't matter. It's still a felony. A felony is a felony, no matter what the, the merchandise or material is. Okay, so, and you have, that's what they pay you to do, is to protect those buildings and those people in those buildings from this kind of shit. And that's what law enforcement does. So, can you blame the cop? No. No. Can you blame the kid? Yeah. Young and stupid, young, dumb, full of cum? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what can you do about it? I, you know, you might tell them, you know, if you cop your pointing a gun at you, you better, you better freeze like a goddamn statue. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, to to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, let me just be clear on something. We're talking I, what I'm talking about when I when I say law enforcement. I'm talking about the the men and women who are out on public streets, not private security guards. They're they're in in parking lots of of, of strip malls, big malls, whatever the hell they're doing. Okay, because I used to do that job. I was an unarmed security guard. My job well, it doesn't ends matter at the property line. Hold it, on, it, hold it, on, Gus. Let me finish. It, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You carry a gun, you carry yeah, a gun. Does. Actually, it does. Actually, it does. I don't, no, it I, don't I George. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you, son. No. Of all okay, the is one thing, thing security officer, you, you carry a gun, York. you carry a gun. Okay? It doesn't matter, George. Damn. Yeah, actually, a gun is a gun. Okay, but there's, so you said you, you, you can only speak for Texas. I'm talking about here in New York. Well, I'm you know how about, what we do here, really what happens here in the state of New York? With that regard, do you? Answer I don't care. Do I'm just saying what, what you just doing? said right there. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter whether you got a uniform on, a security on, uniform on, or a fucking t-shirt on. A gun is a gun, George. And, and what you're doing, whatever you're doing. You did not let me finish. The way you start out like that is automatically boom. Oh no, 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 no! You need to listen to the whole statement before you go jump on the gun. Pardon the pun. Gun, you know, whatever. Okay, hear me out. But hearing this, because I, I was getting ready to say before you jump right over, jump, jump down my throat like you did. I was getting ready to tell you that and tell everybody else that in the state of New York, it's not the same way. Armed security guards have to stop at the property line. Their job ends at the property line of the place that they're hired and contracted to work. That's where, that's where peace officers in New York State with peace officer status, the legal authority to, to, run the, to go up and down the streets of New York State or the town they live in or the town they're, they're, they're hired in or the county they work in to do their job. That's that. Those streets are their are their point of contact. That's where they work. A secure an armed security guard can only go, but in New York State, but the property line. After that, their their job ends. Now I can't speak for New York for for Texas or any other state. I'm speaking for New York State because I've lived here all my goddamn life. I worked in the security field in New York State. We have to be licensed by the state of New York as security officers. And people who carry firearms in the state of New York as security guards have to go through even more scrutiny. Why? 
because there have been incidents over the years. The only ones outside of law enforcement that actually have any kind of use of their firearms to stop a crime are bonded armed armed guards that work on those uh, armored cars. Okay? Outside of that, they're the only, outside of law enforcement, they're the only ones in New York State that I know of, based on my experience, that can actually discharge their firearm if someone's trying to rob an armored car. But armed security guards, even at Indian Point, they're not allowed to, dis- to go off their property and discharge off the property they're, they're hired to work at to discharge their firearm. Not only can they be arrested, but they, can, but they also can lose their job because they're not police officers. They're not peace officers. They're security guards. That's the way the state of New York has always done it. Again, I can't speak for other states. I can only speak for what happens here. I wouldn't presume to speak for for Wisconsin, Mississippi, Georgia, Louisiana, or any other state. That's not that that is not going to happen. But the bottom line is, where with armed firearms in New York State, and this is long before Andrew Cuomo came on the scene, okay, long before the Safe Act was even implemented. The bottom line is, and anybody who tells me I'm wrong. Answer me one question. Are you speaking about New York State or where you live? Because if you say you're, you're speaking about New York State, well, then you better show me, you show me in writing where it says that an armed security officer in New York State has the legal authority to go off property where they're, hired to, where they're contracted to work and discharge their firearm. And I'd tell you right then and there, I don't know where you got that from, but somebody sent you a, a line of bullshit. Because in New York State, where I am right now, I can I could go and talk to every armed security guard at Indian Point or any armed security guard in the state of New York, wherever I can find them, and I will get the same answer. My job ends at this property line. I step off this property and discharge my firearm, I've broken the law. That's New York. Now do you see what I was trying to point out, Gunslinger? It's not the other states that I'm talking about. I'm talking about right here. Well, you know, well, like I said, you know, that's why there's half a million people a year leaving New York. Because you're fucked up gun laws, okay? See, and they are fucked up. And I'm, you know and I'm people, when people start assuming that I'm talking about everywhere else, they're not listening to the whole statement. Like I said, there are states out there that are unique, fucked up, New York being one of them. Okay, there's no doubt about that. And you think I don't know this? Well, yeah, obviously you should know it. You fucking, you're, you were born here, okay? Just like I was born here in Texas. Yeah. It does, like I said, it really, you know, uh, it's it's overall, you have a right to defend yourself, whether you're a cop, whether you're a fucking goddamn security, a rent-a-cop, or whether you're the private citizen. I'm a private citizen. I'm not a rent-a-cop. I'm not a cop. I'm a private citizen, okay? 
that held the team right, in the Texas Lord, uh, concealed handgun license. Okay. So we both yeah. Know. So I have every, all too well. Yeah. So I have so I have every right here in New York, but yeah. it's not. Well, you know, I have every right to go anywhere in the state of Texas with that license, mm-hmm. except certain areas like banks and city buildings and bars and shit like that, which I never did. But uh, you could, you know, and I, I'm not a cop. I'm not a cop. I'm not a security guard. I'm a private citizen, and I had that license there that I could go anywhere except those except those prohibited places. Okay, and of course, I couldn't just go out there and willy-nilly start shooting my gun off. Are you crazy? Even though this is Texas, you know, it was kind of like the wild, wild west down here one time in Texas. But that's no longer the, the way it is. But you just can't just sit there and do that. No, if I'm talking about when when you are defending somebody or a third person, for that matter. Yeah, you have you, you, you have every legal right to do that. You have a legal right not only to protect yourself, okay, and a third person, okay? It's called the defense of a third person. You know, it's just plain simple. I mean, here, you know, I I'd hate to be in New York when somebody's getting raped, robbed, or killed, and well, I can't I can't pull my gun. Sorry, guys. Go ahead, and beat the shit out of that dude. Yeah, Go ahead, and rape that bitch. That's I mean, the reality. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's like, New you, York, just, yeah. Well, you just made you just said something that's that, that's spot on in regards to New York. Yeah. You know, I feel <laughs> you know. Yes, I can't I cannot get a pistol because of that damn safe act. I pray to God every day that that gets fully overturned because then that will change. And when that day comes, I hope I live long enough to enjoy it. I, li- I hope I live long enough to be able to smile and, and show, my, and show that, that, car- that pistol permit and say, finally, I can carry a gun outside my home. But until that day comes... <coughs> I'd have to, we'd have to I haven't lost my right to, like to keep their arms yet fully, but oh, yeah. it's a pain in the yeah. ass. I, you know? We'd have to ask Mike because he's the one that has the least will carry license if they're what the law in New York says about defense of a third person. I can't speculate on that, but I'm saying that's probably as strict as New York is, okay? And yeah. what he has Mike said in the past. That, but unfortunately, he yeah. doesn't come here anymore, so it's, it's a moot point. I mean, that's I'm just saying that it's based upon what he has said in the past, uh, how strict they are. I mean, you barely able to defend yourself. So if you could barely able to defend yourself with your own fucking gun, what about a third person? I mean, well, sorry. See you later, chap. <laughs> you know, hopefully you don't get killed. <laughs> you know, I can't pull my gun, but, you know, good luck to you. Yeah, well, see what I mean? You know, something else, it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing that uh, we have these laws, these draconian gun laws, the way we do here in New York State. I mean, you can get arrested for brandishing. You can lose your pistol. You can lose your your carry permit if you uh, let another person who doesn't have a gun license even just hold the gun to look at it. If you get caught doing that. I mean, there's all kinds of stupid shit laws on the books. And... Many of them are so unconstitutional, it's not even funny, but they've been on the books for years. So I, 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 I shudder to think what, what other people are going to go through, you know. And, the, and many of the reasons why people are leaving New York is not, even, is not so much because of the gun laws so much as it is the taxes. 
as it is the, the high rents. The property taxes alone are killer. I mean, I understand. I can understand why why Mike and his wife are getting the hell out of New York. You know, they're retiring. They're, they're, they want to get the hell out. Fine. Do that. But if the only reason Mike's actually thinking of leaving is because of the gun laws, then he's then he's never he was then he he never as far as I'm concerned he never had a dog in the fight. <laughs> well, he did. No, that's but not. That's he's, not he's, he's, no, that's he's not. Behind, he's yeah, that's not the that, fight behind. That's not the, else. That's not. That's not the only reason that he's getting out of New York. It's because you said the taxes, the, the fucked up gun laws. You know, he wants to be able to sit out of his backyard and shoot off his fucking backyard, for God's sakes. I mean, the dude's getting up in age, you know, 60s and everything, yeah, retirement. That, that I mean, the, place to go for that. You know, you know, people want that, and them fucking taxes and how they've been fucked out of money, all you know, hundreds of thousands I mean, of dollars taxes. by the state of New York. I mean, fuck them, you know. You know. Well, yeah, I know the, the building he lives in, and the city taxes alone are killer. The property taxes oh, yeah. are killer. That poor man, that poor man and his wife have, have have dealt with so much expense. Enough is a fucking city. enough, you know. <laughs> I, I feel bad for them. I really do. That, that you know that they have to leave New York because they can't afford to live in New York. You know, because they, they you know. I don't know what the problem is with Mike, why he doesn't talk to me anymore. But you know, and one day I hope he'll he'll be man enough to talk to me on the QT and say, George, this is what I this is what this is what why and this is why and this is why, you know, work it out with me for Christ's sake, you know, don't don't leave me sitting here with a question mark hanging over my head, you know, because that's the the fair thing to do is talk. Talk doesn't cost me anything, but. I will I will defend Mike and his wife till the till the cows come home. Their reasons for leaving New York are multiple. God knows I can't say that I blame them. Now I laugh and I'll sit here and and, and do a stupid ass joke. Well, he's he's leaving the dog the dog in the fight that he has here in in New York and and he's leaving it, the poor thing in New York to fend for himself. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. But the gun laws are a problem for them, and, and I don't blame them for wanting to get out of here for that. The taxes are a huge problem. I don't blame them for leaving the, for that. You know, and, and the he's, crime and too. Said, retiring up apparently, and, and that you know, you want to go somewhere where you can afford to live comfortably and in peace, and 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 actually be able to do more than when, than, than just being in New York. Well, so and his, crime his fight, too. Will not change. He'll just have a. Yeah. Crime's getting terrible too in that area too. You know his trucks. He already got hit again just a couple months ago. <laughs> Tore the front end up. Terrible. <laughs> you mean? Wait a minute. The pickup truck. Yep. Got hit a couple months ago. Got the front fender oh, and the bumper geez. half ripped off. They actually got it on, on video this time. So there was that in the back, behind his house, he could park that truck when not in use back there. I think so. But I, you they know, got I it on video. Yeah. They got it on video. So some store down just right on the corner, I don't know, corner store or whatever, happened to have a surveillance camera pointing down that that direction of the road or whatever. 
and the 18 wheeler that took it off. <laughs> Believe it or not, man. It's, oh, for Christ's sakes! Unbelievable. That and fucking yeah, that poor man is bad luck with that pickup truck. And Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. Yeah, and finding drunks right outside your door. That, that, that's too much. I mean, fuck that shit. Huh? I, finding drunks passed out and right in your fucking doorway. <laughs> no. Sorry. Right. Uh, Bye-bye. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, right. You know, it, it, with all of that and more, and so much more, I you know, I, I can safely say that Mike and Lisa are making a wise decision to get out of New York. Those poor folks have had their fault. I, I can see that now. I truly can, and I, and I don't blame them. I really don't blame them at all. You know, there there's one thing though that I think it's gonna it's gonna be hard for them to leave because of the troops. You know that because they have such a bond with the national you know with the national guard and everything, and all the units that they've served over the years. You know. It's it's going to be hard for them to say goodbye to those guys, but you know I'm sure the guys do understand their reasons for leaving. You know it's just sad that they have to do that. You know, but it is what it is, right, Mike? Yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Oh boy, right. yeah, that's that is that is. It is what it is, but yeah, I mean this that guy has had his problems, and hey, you know, what can you say? It's like when you find i i I look at it like that too, I mean, you find these drunks on your step almost on a nightly basis, and you know what can you do about it? I mean, you're not. You can call you can call a cop all you want. The guy's probably gonna show up again and again and again or somebody like him, you know. I mean they want they wanna get out of get to a place where they can feel relatively safe that none of this stuff is gonna happen the way it's happened, you know. You know, and fact of the matter is, is he's even in terms of selling that his place he's he's even selling some a little some problem selling his place because well at one point he was because of all the crap he had to go through to you know fix it up and make it presentable and all that stuff and 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 all the all the uh what's what's the term all the Housing stuff that he has to do go through, and you know it's just a it's just a total hassle for him. Not and 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 all this stuff about his his business and stuff, and the fact of the matter is, is it it when when Cuomo did what he did and shut down the state, you know, it hurt. It hurt Mike. It hurt Mike's business. You know, the the business of him selling, uh, uh, feeding the troops and all that stuff. How can he feed the troops if he's forced to stay 
in his house. You know? But that's 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 his hindiness Cuomo, you know. Hmm. Right, George? Yeah. But you know, it's yeah, it's the fact that they're that they're leaving. You know, that it's kind of you know unfortunate. And that's the that's the whole thing. It, it's so sad that they're leaving. Now I've got some news here that I I decided to go look at the other at the at the other three networks. Confused news. MSLSD and fixed news. Of the three cable networks, only one is reporting that Biden won Georgia, according to the Associated Press. And that's fixed news. All the others aren't saying anything about it at all. No, I take that back. MSLSD says Georgia completes recount, reaffirms Biden's victory. That's what it says on the on the, on the MSNBC page. CNN, however, did not, by all indications, have anything about it that I could see. And I'm looking to check it again. And so far, I don't see anything from MS, from Confused News Network. Uh, let's see. Nope. Nope. In their politics section, not on their main page. Georgia confirms Biden victory and finds no widespread fraud after statewide audit. Judges toss Republican lawsuits in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. This is according to CNN. Now, now, I have not found anything on uh, One American News, and let me check Newsmax here real quick. if they mention it at least because I didn't because there's no mention of it on um, uh, on uh, One American News Uh, and their website I don't see anything it's you can actually watch uh, Newsmax live on their website um, but uh, yeah, that's depressing. When the uh, when the three clown show networks are saying that the Associated Press is calling it for Biden, once again. 
mainstream media call, calling it and making it sound official. Really? Uh, and, and, and supposedly, because I didn't see it anywhere else, it may be there, but I didn't see it. Judges throw out the lawsuits in uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and uh, one other location. Funny that it didn't sound like that when uh, the Trump campaign had its news conference uh, today. Hmm. Tell me something, guys. Is the mainstream media the official? Is the are they the ones that make the official announcement of who wins an election? Do they have Do they have the authority to speak for all the states before even the ballots are done being counted? To say Biden won Georgia. Biden the lawsuits went out the window. They make it sound so official, don't they? Why am I getting this sneaking feeling that it's not true? What do you think? Well, Jeff, Jeff, sounds pretty correct. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all these, all these media and all this shit. You know, why are they just? Uh, why is this one doing it? Okay. Um, are they following precedents on everything else? All the other ones? Oh, I want to be the first one to say it. I want to be the first one to say it. Probably so. Even though it's not true, probably. We know. We all know it's not true. But yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past them. Of course not. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. In, in crowd. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way. No, go ahead, Mike. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I, it's just, you know, again, we know. I mean, you you used to at at times you used to read what these people have on their websites, and we used to critique it and find that most of it was bullshit, you know, and it really was. And this, I think, this is this is the same thing. I think. I think this this is erroneous reporting, it's poor reporting, and I mean, is there any is there any doubt that how low they they have taken the you know journalism? I mean, CNN, MSNBC. Uh, a- ABC, CBS, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, including New York Times, Chicago Sun Times, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so all those all those media outlets that I have you know mentioned are all the same, and it's starting to look like we can put Fix News into that as well. They're all the same, you know, so. And they're driving. I mean, Fix News at one point was the go-to. You know, it really was. And frankly, it it stopped being that. Well, you, people may not like 
may not like uh, Glenn Beck, but there those were the salad days when they had Beck and Hannity and O'Reilly and all those people. Those were the those were the days for the uh, for the uh, for for you know fixed news. Now 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 basically you got. Is basically you got a civil war going on with fixed news. It's the news, the hard news guys who are all li- mostly liberal, right? I'm talking about the chefs. Well, Chef Smith is not there anymore, but you know about Chris Wallace and all those guys versus the Hannitys, the Ingrams, the the you know the Tucker Carlsons, the Levins, you know those people, you know. That's the civil war that's going on at Fox, and 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 Lachlan uh, Fox, Lachlan Murdoch, and the rest of them, and his and his brother, aren't helping the matter, because they're liberal. They're more liberal than their father was, but they're liberal. You know, so there you go, George. Well, yeah. Um, by the way, just so uh, everybody's aware, got a couple items here from the Gateway Pundit. All right? And the first one, okay, has to do with Twitter locking out Tom Fenton. Tom Fenton over accurate tweet about efficiency of masks exposed in massive Danish study. Okay? Now check this out. Oh, and by the way, guys, did I mention that two days ago I was tested for COVID and came and my test came out negative? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I did say that. I'm so happy that I tested negative. And here it is, what, November? And we've been dealing with lockdowns and mask wearing and all this shit since when? February, March, something like that? Yep. Hmm. I wonder... Twitter locked out Judicial Watch boss Tom Fenton Wednesday for a completely accurate tweet about the efficiency of face masks. Oh, excuse me. Me have lots of gas. Luckily, it not come out of ass. If it come out of ass, everybody go. No, okay. Anyway, get back to the story here. Fenton was. Excuse me. Holy shit. I'm all gassed up and nowhere to go. (laughs) Fenton was citing a... (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) He was citing a massive Danish study published this week confirming face masks do not work and may be dangerous. The difference in rates of effect. Uh, Let me try that again. 
the difference in rates of infection between the control group, no masks, and medical mask wearers was 2.1% versus 1.8% respectively. Odds ratio, C1 was 0.54 to 1.23, P equals 0.33. Don't ask me what that means. I have no idea. No significant difference. Now, this is Dr. James Todero, okay, who, who put this information out there. Now, Twitter will not let Tom Fitton back on the platform unless he deletes his accurate tweet. Someone, now, someone, uh, the Gateway Pundit did get a screen capture of this. Tom Fenton wrote, Breaking, massive Danish study further confirms masks don't work and may be dangerous. Hashtag constitution over coronavirus. He posted this on November 18th at 6.29 in the morning. So, once again, we see big tech, big censor. Because big tech says it's not it, it, it's it's a they say this is not true, so they lock him they just plain lock him out of his Twitter account, but they want him to take down the tweet. How is he supposed to take down a tweet if he's locked out of the account? If he can't log in, he can't take the tweet down, can he? Also, last time I checked, we did live in America, don't we? This is America, if I, if I remember correctly. And I seem to recall a, this, this piece of paper written over 240 years ago, uh, a, a very interesting piece of paper because it was signed by everybody in the um, Continental Congress at the time. And, uh, uh, of course, it, it was this really great thing called, um, oh, what was it called? What, it's, this, it's this document that nobody seems to care about anymore because they say it, it's not relevant and they ignore it. Because the the big tech companies they have these terms of service that says they have the right to fuck you over, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, in my opinion, I just stated in my opinion, and then further in my opinion, and then I'm going to get the guys on the line. Furthermore, in my opinion, what Tom Fenton posted on Twitter. They cannot prove it's inaccurate. So why lock the man out of his Twitter account? If I, if I were to write on Twitter, farts smell like roses, can they prove they don't? At the same time, can I prove they do? Catch 22. Neither side can prove pro or con. 
if a fart smells like roses. So the same logic would apply to what Tom Fenton posted. Now, of course, Tom Fenton has um, the study from the from from the, the, the he has this this Danish study as his source material. Why would a Danish study come out like that? And Twitter being the god of truth claim it's not true. Can they prove without using fact checkers like CNN, the Washington Post, the Huffington Post, the New York Times, you know, all these liberal outlets, can they prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Tom Fenton posted inaccurate information? I don't think so. I don't think so. Gentlemen, talk to me. Well, it does sound kind of weird, don't it? You know, you can't get in there to take it down because they lock you out. So damned if you do, damned, damned if you don't. <laughs> uh <laughs> But that sounds about that sounds about right. These the Twitter twit twits, Twitter twits, twit tweeters, or whatever you want to call them, idiots. No doubt about it. But that's why I don't even use Twitter. Fuck that. Fuck them some bitches. Go ahead. This is why I'm switching to Parlor from Twitter. Because on Parlor, you can put this stuff out there, and they will not censor you. They will not shadow ban you. They, know, they will not lock you out of your account. Now, if you post pornography, child, if you po- post pedophilia, your ass is grass and they're the lawnmower because that's criminal shit. Okay? And as far as pornography goes, no, they want a nice, clean site. And you get your ass spanked if you post pornography. Pun intended. Mike? Uh, don't tell me Mike left without saying goodbye again. No, he's still here. Yo, Mike, wake up. Yo, crazy Cajun. How do you like that? The little shit is, is in the chat room. He's on the phone line, but he's not answering. Okay. Answering the phone. Well, Gunslinger, while we're waiting for uh, the crazy Cajun to eventually get his get back here, I don't know why he disappeared like that. Really, really not very nice, you know, to disappear and not go, hey, wait, guys, I'll be right back. I got to go take a dump. Or, hey, fellas, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Or, hey, fellas, I'm going to go get laid. I'll be back in five minutes. You know, I mean, come on, really? But, but you know, Gunslinger, the, the, the irony in this is that Twitter and Facebook have been the bastions of truth 
justice and the American way since God knows when, right? Or at least in their humble opinion. But it's only the liberal voice that they're expressing. How do you, how is that fair to the rest of us? They, they blocked the New York Post because they dared to, uh, they dared to post something about Biden's son. That is, that happens to be true, by the way. And then all of a sudden, and 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 they go to, you know what, these Senate Judiciary hearings that they had recently, and then the Commerce Committee with their their, their deal. Can I tell you something? Senate Republicans on both the Commerce and other committees do the world a fucking favor. Unless you're actually going to do something about these jokes called Facebook and Twitter, kindly stop having all these hearings because they're not productive. They're not helping. Unless you actually get up off your ass and do something, we're not going to get any, any kind of resolution here. And you talk about Section 230 and, and how, and how they're, they're acting more like publishers than anything else. Well, motherfucker, they are publishers as far as I'm concerned. And they deserve to have their asses spanked for censoring good people, for expressing not only their opinions at times, but turning around and sharing information that is factual, that is truthful, and so forth. Right, Gun? Well, you would you would think so. I mean, <laughs> but you see how hypocritical and how biased these people are. It's it's okay for them, but not okay for you. We'll shut you down, but oh, we talk all we want to. I mean, blah blah blah. You know, that's how that's how their warped, fucked up minds work. Work um, because they're liberals and democratic liberals like that. Their mind is fucked up. What what sense is, what sense do they have have they ever made really for that matter? Okay, they haven't. <laughs> they make no sense. Their actions are just opposite of what the people want. Okay, so that ought to prove something to you right there. Go ahead. Yeah, because I you know again, I think I think we're in. I I personally think we've fallen in. We we the we the honest honest expounding doing the impossible and being blocked by the by the lunacy. We're we're going to keep fighting the good fight, whether they like it or not. Okay. That's the whole. Pro- that's that that's the point. So if Tom Fenton and others. I mean, look what they do to the president. Every tweet. It's either it's false or or some other damn type of uh, thing that they put on his account. Social media has become a wasteland 
for the left to do its damage. So, I don't know. To me, it's just insanity. Mike, are you back yet? This is, wow, this is weird. He's still in the chat room. Let me see here. And he's still on the phone line. Mikey. Mikey. Well, hang on a second here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, due to difficulties beyond that, that will be beyond my control unless I move quickly in, I'm going to end the broadcast a little early because I have to make a beeline, and I'm going to be take. I'm going to be sitting on the circular filing. I'll be sitting in the circular filing room, so unfortunately, I have to do this now. Uh, and my insides are are arguing with me. They pick a fine time to do it, but thankfully, it's toward the end of the broadcast anyway. Uh, my thanks to Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger, Iggy Mom watching on D Live, and of course, he was with us in the Mixler chat room. Um, uh, to Cherokee Rose, Gene, and of course everyone watching and listening by archives. Again, I want to remind everybody that starting next week, Firefox News Online will still be on Blog Talk Radio. We will, I will just be uh, uploading a fresh copy of the broadcast um, to replace that which does not get heard properly. The phone line will still be available, and so on and so on. It's just that's the only thing that I have to do because for some stupid reason I'm not getting anywhere proper with the, well, you know what I mean. I may have to switch computers to see if that solves the problem. But in the meantime, i got to run. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. And as always, uh, you all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We will see you on Monday unless something major league happens over the weekend. Until next time, peace, love, and happiness, and have a great weekend. And with that having been said, uh, let me see here. Uh, And uh, where is it? Oh, fiddly-fi. Oh, there, wait a minute. That might help. Okay, we're out of here, folks. Good night, everybody. Salutes to the...